Radio and UN Women UK present to you a live 24-hour radio show. 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Right, welcome back. This is uh, FUBA. We are here for our... Um, I'm going to look for a different word for marathon epic. Extravaganza, 24 hours of live uh, radio chit-chat, all in aid of UN Women UK for the He For She campaign um, during Arts Week. Remember, if you want to support us, and please do, uh, text UNWN, followed by the amount you want to donate, and I always smile with this, to 70070. You're there proud you of me, Harriet? I am. Thanks, babe. Thanks. I'm just eating some pizza. You enjoy <laughs> that pizza. You enjoy My voice it. has gone so low. It has, not it? Mm. Smoky. It's really what happens smoky. when I'm in the co-pilot seat. <laughs> you become <laughs> Um, I try and become as sexy as possible. It's <laughs> the only thing that's going to work. Uh, we do have Eva Lazarus with us in the studio, but also, coming round of applause, please, for Governor B. Yeah! Oh, Hello and up. welcome. I'm going to clap for myself. Are you do clap yourself. <laughs> clap it up, Because you are literally the only man. Well, we've got our caravan there. You're our first man. <laughs> our first male guest. Sick, man. Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's so lovely to have you here. Um, now, I was just looking at our little notes on you, your album, um, Odd One Out was the first rap album to top the Christian and gospel charts. Oh, she bought uh, pizza. Oh, she actually bought you pizza. Yeah, she, no, it was. It was. <laughs> it. Um, what was that like to be, well, to have the first rap album to top the Christian and gospel charts? Um, I think it was sick for me because I feel like people have stereotypes of anyone that's like remotely religious or has faith. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like, oh, Christian music's like, um, I don't know, people in like white robes singing Kumbaya, my lord, and stuff like that. But. <laughs> I feel like it's changed a lot a really good song. It's a big, big tune, you know. You don't remember yeah, that Shandy's we'll a Shandy, we'll yeah? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool to just, I don't know, live my truth and do it in the way that I like to do it. So it's cool. Do you know, that reflects very much what we were saying to you, Eva. Like, you live your truth. You're very, you stay true to yourself when it comes to music and despite how tough it might be. Yeah. And it must be very tough in gospel to stay, you know, true to what you want to do in that, in that industry. Yeah, I feel like with me, it's only ever been tough because the church don't really like accept me because I'm like, like Ooh, a grand artist. Like in between. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. the gram scene, they're like, oh, he's a bit different. He's like a bit too positive. So uh, <laughs> <It's> a bit <laughs> too positive. <laughs> I don't really fit in. But with me, the way I see it is like I'm just um, a Christian, obviously, but I just love music, man. Like I'm a, I'm a normal guy. I do normal mm. stuff. I play like FIFA like everyone else. Like I hate FIFA. Uh, maybe sorry. not like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, remember you're in, a, you're in a room of girls now. So. <laughs> Didn't mean that. And also, you've released your debut book, Unpopular Culture. Yeah, yeah. That's what, pretty sick. Yeah. What was it about writing, first of all? I guess with the music you write, and, but what is it about you wanting to have a book as well? It's amazing. Yeah, man. I was like, you know, like in school when they were like, oh, everyone go library, pick yeah. a book. I just hated that because I could never find any books that were like short enough like 20 pages and stuff like I just hated reading Um, and I felt like there was nothing that related to me Um, and I never had like a big brother growing up obviously I still don't have a big brother I just wanted to write a book for like the young G's on the estates that grew up in London like I grew up and like guys and girls that are just finding their way through life and just saying like you know what you can achieve anything man just keep your head up be positive work as hard as you can you don't have to just do what society tells us just like care about money and material things but there's stuff that's really important like your destiny and your future 
Twitter and all that good stuff. You get me? <laughs> How do you feel about artists like Stormzy in terms of the fact that he's obviously very open about his re- religion and like yeah. on on massive stages, you know, yeah. Brit Awards and 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 he's spoken about it so many times in terms of like his his sort of connection with God and and how he feels about religion. How do you feel about that? Like, do you think that's you know a, a good thing that lots more artists are talking about their sort of personal beliefs in in that realm? Yeah, I feel like it's a beautiful thing, man, because we've all got a responsibility to live our truth and be true to ourselves, and people can believe in whatever they want to believe in, and they should feel free to express that. And I feel like when Stormzy does it, it just gives room for everyone else in the world that's mm. just like him or believes in a similar thing to say, do you know what, like, yeah, I like what you're saying and I'm going to stand for that too. It yeah. just gives people, like, yeah. freedom to be themselves. Exactly. I think the freedom's the most important thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and also, what were your inspirations then growing growing up? Who did you look up to? You say you didn't have that older brother kind yeah. of thing to look up to. So who did you look up to? What music influences? Uh, Kano was, like, my big musical influence because I'm from East London. Kano's from East London. Mm. And just to see someone that looked like me on MTV... That was my phone, sorry. Respect the phones. My God, I can hear things. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, he was my first big musical inspiration. I used to write down Kano lyrics. I saw him on MTV and I was like, right, right, he looks like me and he's on MTV. Maybe I can write bars as well. Well, look, let's play your track, Been Hustling. Um, We'll be back in a few minutes. Here we go. Here's Been Hustling. After a job, right? I've been after one ever since I left school, Dad. Yeah, well, I happen to know where there's one going and I'm willing with the government. Right, that was Bean Hustling by uh, Governor B. And we've got a, another guest in the studio. Let's welcome, and we want a very big, warm round of applause, please. Let's welcome Alexandra Burke. Yay! Yeah. 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 My girl. Yeah. Because this, we've been trying to make this happen for time, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And secondly, how <laughs> oh, do people know where we are? Because I'm in my ends right yeah, now. You yeah, you are so yeah. excited to I'm be so excited. Yeah. This is where I grew up. So for me, this is everything. Oh Isn't my it? It's God. a one. What? So you literally grew up around the corner. Literally a street away. That is amazing. Well, welcome home. Welcome thank home. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been waiting for you. Oh, thank you. And I've been waiting to come back. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, for people that have just joined us, obviously we are doing our 24-hour live marathon um, for UN Women UK, all for the He For She campaign. Um, and it's yeah, it's great that you're here as well. Thank and, you. And we've had a very musical what start to the show, really. We've been live for about an hour and a half. I guess it's me, maybe. I brought... I, 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 they've You've done good. They, no, they just... No, I didn't die. I don't book any of these people. <laughs> no, you bring the music vibes. I'm not cool enough to get these guys in. Like, they wouldn't come in on my show. <laughs> they would not come in on my show. Um, Alex, a lot of, you know, we've been talking, we've got obviously uh, Governor B and Eva talking about staying true to yourself yeah. in in the industry. Mm. How hard is it to stay true to, to you? Um, it's not hard if you've got grounded people around you. Mm-hmm. It's not hard if you've got people that are, aren't yes people. I hate yes people, by the way. I can't deal with the yes people. But it's it's not hard if you've got good, positive, loving people around you. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you don't have that foundation, you don't have that grounding, um, you can easily get lost in all of what this, this industry is about, the smile and wave, the, the red carpets. People think it's so glamorous and all that, but actually it takes a lot of hard work to get to where you want to be and people have to yeah. always remember 
you're not handed your career on the plate. People work hard for that. And if you remember where you've come from, like I always remember my roots. My family home is still just around the corner and I won X Factor 10 years ago. And this is, this is yeah, I mean, my school's around the corner where I went to school and I still vis- uh, visit EGA. And so I remember my roots because that's the ground that I got from my mother and from my family. Yeah. And they, they, they've installed that into me. So whenever something comes about, that's a great opportunity. Every day I wake up and I give thanks for another day to live, breathe and love to God because I'm a true believer in God. And then I continue continue with my day and I always say to myself how can I make myself a better person how can I improve on being a, a better daughter an auntie a, a cousin a friend whatever um, and I just feel like if people have those kind of conversations with yourself mm. to check yourself now and again if not just every day through meditation it's just important mm. to remind yourself where you've come from and where you want to be and a lot of that's coming out in your new music isn't it you, yeah. you're doing a lot of writing yeah. um, about things that are sort of like important to you and exactly. stuff that's happened in the last couple of years yeah. right? so basically I it, it's, it's so easy to fall into the trap of being in this industry and people going to you hi how are you and it's a high pitch answer hi I'm fine everything's great everything's wonderful it's always a high tone yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. always so a high tone true. and I caught myself <laughs> doing amazing. that for a couple of years yeah. I had to check myself real quick because that's not my reality and if something's mm. not right I'm now in a place in my life where I can say, if you ask me if I'm all right today, I'm, just, I'm not going to try to give you, yeah, everything's great. Mm. If I'm not cool, I'm not cool. And that's, that's so just brave but, to be like that. And it, it's it real. is brave because, and sometimes it reduces me to an emotional state and that's just who I am, an emotional human being and I'm not afraid of it. But it's, it, it literally is about that time because I'm, I'm turning 30 this year. I've been in the industry a very small time. It's, t- it's only been 10 years. Mm. haven't stopped since X Factor, but it's so easy to get caught up into you smile and wave and be glamorous and actually Mm. I just want to finally keep it real I've got a great team around me my label that I've just signed to Decca with Universal and they're amazing they're encouraging me to just be more real and just Mm. like say how it is and that's what that's what it is with my new album that's that's coming out next Friday it's called The Truth Is for a reason because finally I'm letting go and just embracing um, talking about things that I never would talk about like my mum past relationships that that were so public in my breakup and and that's humiliating for me but I'm not afraid to talk about it now through my music so it's it's just it's it's hard no I'm not gonna lie it's Mm. hard because when I was listening back to the album and doing the track listing I had to kind of remove myself because I was getting so emotional and then I got scared to put certain songs on the album. But then, thankfully, my team around me reminded me, but this is what you're, this is your message you're trying to give out to people. So if you hide it, you're going back to the Alex you don't want to be. So, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's scary, but it's a good place to yeah. be that you can do that. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying just each day at a time. When you did, um, when you did Strictly... Obviously, physically, yeah, really debilitating and yeah. like hard and, and very uh, like making music is obviously quite debilitating mentally. Yeah, um, can be. not and it, and it can kind of expend a lot of energy. Yes. Did you feel like when you came out of Strictly that you were ready to like use some of that like it, to be able to put that into the music and be like because yeah. it got a bit quite frustrating and difficult to like do all that stuff on Strictly and yeah it was it, well this was my schedule during Strictly so I started writing this album in 2013 took, oh, took wow. in, like, and yeah. then whilst I was doing um, Bodyguard Sister Act I was doing studio sessions I packed I built a studio in my house packed it down took it on the road so I was writing whilst I was on the road your and life was work oh it was literally work for the, so for the past you know five six years I haven't released in six years and then when I done Strictly every Sunday when everyone's chilling having a roast I'm in the studio. So I was in the studio every single Sunday and to the point where I got really sick and I had to stop the last three weeks of Strictly. And I actually only put the final vocals on the album. I just laid it three weeks ago. 
on the Strictly tour. So I'd, I'd have a matinee day, and before I'd go to the matinee, I'm recording in the morning, and then I come back after at like 11 o'clock at night and keep recording to finish the album in time. It was hard, but worth every second. Worth every second to do that. I wouldn't have it any other way, though. I'm a little bit of a work freak. I like to work. So. <laughs> but what kept you going on because 2013 that's a long time to keep yeah, that momentum it is and loads of things changed in between that yeah. um, like a lot in my life has changed since 2013 to now and I think what, what keeps me going is is seeing the fight my mum put up when she was sick mm. and I always think to myself who am I to moan about anything when my mum was fighting for her life so mm. um that was the hard it still is really hard for like, you know it's, it's still very raw for me but I feel like in her honour and in her name that's why I continue because it's so easy to quit and she didn't raise no quitter and that much I do believe my mum never quit and she was a single parent and provided for her children and put clothes on our back and made sure whatever happened she was always there for us so I do this for my mum for my family and for those who've supported me since winning the show people forget I was only 19 Mm. when I auditioned for the show I was only 19 and people think I'm like much older than yeah. what I am and it's 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 crazy and I'm, I, I know I'm blessed and I'm very lucky yeah. so I don't take a day for granted it's young to be in a way thrown into this industry yeah and that is X Factor is really throwing yeah, but, yeah. but to be fair I was thrown in before that because my mum was in Soul to Soul so when yeah, she yeah, was doing yeah. her course, touring yeah, and yeah. she's on top of the pops and she's coming home and there's there's journalists outside the house and pack this and pack that <laughs> I had a real taste of, of all of that yeah. through my mum and seeing her go through it and how she handled herself with dignity and with th- th- my mum was a queen do you know what I mean and the way that she handled herself was so inspiring she never let anything phase her so that's why when things come along and people go aren't you stressed I'm like what for what mm. do you know what, why well, you don't need to be stressed stress is not a part of my life I don't choose it I choose happiness thank you yes I want to stress yeah on a music in a musical sense you know obviously you're going to start performing live and performing this music live yeah. you know there's specific songs on there that are you know written about your mum yeah. and, and do you feel like when you perform them are you are you ready to do that are you ready no. to perform those songs no 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 I'm not at all um, I did do uh, a, a show the other day where I had to sing the, the, the title of the album The Truth Is and that's a song about my mum one of the songs about my mum and um, I did that for I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it was for but it was a religious show and that helped me because of the relation to that I've got with God and yeah. my feelings with God and stuff like that so that was cool but it, I know that I'm about to go out on tour in September and perform these songs if I'm completely honest I know I'm not ready yet right now and I'm hoping by that time I will be mm. and if not I'll make it work somehow but also yeah. will um, you ever be ready like it might just true. be something you need know, to jump exactly. into I don't yeah. know and I, mm. I, I just know that we booked a tour and I got really excited and and I was like, yeah, let's book the tour. And then when the reality hit of actually releasing and then, you know, Shadow came out and the album's out next week, it's, it's I'm not going to lie, it's anxiety is through the roof. So I'm very, very nervous about the next few months of my life and performing and talking about it and stuff and... And for example, if the label choose the second single to be some to be a song yeah. that's so deep, I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Mm. So I am just taking it each day yeah, as it comes. That's all, you that, can do. that's all I can do. So I don't know how ready I'm going to be. But your prayer, prayer helps. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, You guys, do you feel like when you write um, when you write tracks, if you if you're writing about something that's maybe a little bit personal or, or something that, that cuts you deep mm. you know is that has it been difficult to perform is it is it is it something that holds you back from wanting to perform that song 
Uh, for me, it's quite therapeutic because I, I really struggle to express my emotions and like my feelings. So when I write, like even just recently, I lost my dad about six months ago and I couldn't talk to anyone about it, about like how I was genuinely like feeling inside. But as soon as I put pen to paper and started writing lyrics, it just started like flowing and I was finding that I was like feeling better. I was starting to like express it a bit more. When I perform the stuff, it's a lot harder, but I feel like it gives me a bit of pride because the memories of him will never leave me. He's always yeah. going to be part of what I do. So it kind of inspires me. It's therapy for me. That's really beautiful as well yeah. because that's something that will be there forever. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a mark in history. Mm. It's the same for you, Alexandra. Do you feel the same, um, Eva, if you had to sort of do that with, with music before? Um, I, I feel like uh, the, 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 uh, the real uh, sort of cleanse that I get from writing about my real life uh, issues or real life problems um, is usually relationship based. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually had, um, you know who you are, actually said to me, don't write one of those songs about me, you know. Don't write one of those. How dare you? Well, I'm gonna start that is my that, that is my therapy. How yeah. dare you? Like the music was there before you, yeah, and it will be there after you. And how <laughs> dare you try and deny me my therapy? Don't you dare write. I'm putting pen to paper right <laughs> now. <laughs> Surely that's because he's scared because he's probably a dick. And he was like, <laughs> oh, he knows he's a big old Yeah, like, he knows. I was talking to someone about this day, and I was, and someone, we were talking about, like, oh, would you like a song written about you? I was like, yeah. And they were like, what if they were calling you a bitch? And I'd be like, yeah, but it's a song about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It doesn't matter if they're calling me a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's funny because it's true. Um, I know we've only got a few minutes left with everyone in the studio. Very quickly, I just want to talk about inspirational women. Yes. Uh, Eva, I'm going to start with you. What would you say are your inspirational women or women? Oh, women. The thing is, I, I don't know how much of a cop out this is, but as soon as I got asked um, or I, I heard that this was a thing that we were talking about, my mum sprang to mind straight mm. away. And I, I say that because I've watched her maintain her creative career all the way through my life. She is a single mother looking after two children and she's run her business and painted and sculpted and made jewellery and, and had exhibitions through my whole life like that must be so hard to do unmanaged a black female artist in this country working from the 80s like there isn't a lot of of female artists sustaining themselves Mm -hmm. sustaining a business let alone a black female Mm. it's incredible like it's she does afrocentric art so that's a very specific that's a very specific like target audience like she oh she was so happy when afropunk was a thing she was like she was like finally (laughs) (laughs) finally um i know we've only got a few minutes left very quickly governor b who would you say inspirational woman yeah same for me my mom um she's came from Ghana in her early 20s and just set up shop here had me and my little brother and everything she does is for us even when my dad passed away I know like I can see it in her eyes she feels like oh I'm gonna give up I can't I can't like live on but I know she looks in the eyes of me and my little brother and she thinks you know what I've got to keep going for them and for me her life is bigger than herself she always looks out for other people and she sees the bigger picture so yeah my mum for me that's incredible Alexandra Burke who would you yeah, say yeah I'm going to have to say my mum but yeah. then two other people is my auntie my mum's sister my auntie Sonia and then my own sister Shanice as well those three women are incredible and going back to my mum in particular my mum and my aunt both raised 
uh, they both raised all the kids. When my mum had to go away with Soul to Soul, my auntie Sonia was always there. So she was, she is a second mother to all of us. Um, and my sister doesn't know it, but sometimes I don't realise she, I don't think she realises how great she is as a human being because she is a great older sister. And sometimes I just want to pick her up and say, just keep going because we all look up to you so, so much. And hopefully she's listening because I told her to tune in. <laughs> so hopefully she's listening. She'll but be in trouble she, if she's she, not. Yeah. Exactly. But she is very ins inspirational and I just want her to believe in herself a bit more. I think that's beautiful. Look, Alexandra Burke, Governor B, uh, Eva Lazarus, thank you so, so much for joining been us. been awesome, guys. It's thank been you. incredible. <laughs> Uh, we're going to leave you guys with um, Alexandra Bird's um, Renegade song. Uh, and we'll be back in a few minutes' time. Thank you to all of you guys. Woo! Thank you. Uh, welcome back. If you did uh, just hear that, then Harry, I just went, I just want some pizza. Um, this is Fubar Radio. I'm Rich Downey. I'm joined by Harriet Rose. This is our 24-hour live marathon. Do you like how I make it sound like you're doing it with me? Yeah, I'm it's leaving. I'm leaving in like, I'm supposed to be leaving <laughs> oh, in <yeah>. 10 minutes. <laughs> you are, aren't you? Bye. Toodles, Rach. Enjoy. Um, I will be doing the entire live 24 hours. Um almost two hours in that's alright that's so you've got um, 22 hours left babe that's alright that's not bad it, 22 hours I've been awake before for 22 hours I'm ignoring the fact that you know that's a clever way to do it thanks Star. Thanks. You, I do that when I do exercise I'm like oh I've done like I've 22 hours left <laughs> yeah you've got 22 hours of exercise by the way we're going to make you jog for 22 hours what wonderful guests we've had so far as well it's oh, been a really fun time it's been incredibly inspirational so far it really really has um, we are doing the show by the way in aid of UN Women UK um, all for the He For She campaign um, which is going on during Arts Week Arts Week goes on for another about six days uh, to support us do text UNWN we want you to um, donate some money please um, donate 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 give your donate. money give your money yeah uh, text UN sorry I, mean, I like that you just made me sound like Phil Mitchell then <laughs> okay I'm here to help. Uh, text you at WN, followed by the amount you want to donate to 70070. It's really making me laugh that I'm, I'm really interested to see what you're going to be like on hour 22, because if you're like this on hour two... Oh dear, I feel like I'm already losing my mind. I think you already have. <laughs> already losing my mind. Right, I believe we've got a, another guest coming up very very shortly um we're going to I don't think rob's that, coming in for uh, having a chat with us from the massacans isn't he, in a exciting, little minute very exciting i believe it's going to happen <gasps> right now rob hello are you are you there rob <laughs> hi i am here yes rob hi babe <laughs> hi it's harriet sorry <laughs> hi harriet how are you how did you not recognize my voice yeah come on rob I Sorry, I, I I usually play kind of uh, voice recordings of your voice back to myself <laughs> just to kind of remember it, but I, I haven't done that today. So uh, oh, sorry about letting that. us down, Rob. Letting us down, um, oh. Rob. You are part of the Mask Sands and Maskans. Maskans. Yes. See, do you know what? I put my brace back in, and I think it's just <laughs> it's disrupted everything. It's 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 lisping your s's. <laughs> it, it is lisping everything. I actually came to see the boys the other night at uh, their headline show at the Borderline. Yeah. Um, which was absolutely sick, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, it was really fun. You guys get very... Okay, so basically, um, Rachel, you might not have seen Maskens perform live, right? Mm -hmm. These boys are a force to be reckoned with. Okay. Like, you can't watch... I went to see them for the first time um, a few years ago because we've had them... We, they're kind of... We call them the house band on my show. <laughs> oh, my God, that's brilliant. They've been on so many times that they are 
like they our are house, the house band. We want them to be our house band anyway. And they just hint, they're hint. a force we recommend and they are fantastic live and they're having so much fun and smiling and laughing. It's a really wonderful sight to see. Is it? Mm. Rob, do you love what you do? Is it a genuine enjoyment on stage for you? Yeah, like we we started a band and we looked around and there was all these bands wearing leather jackets and being all cool and we were like, <laughs> oh, maybe that's how you do it. And then and then we kind of thought actually we'd be really bad at that. So we we just have to like you know grin and be daft because that's who we are really. So yeah, it's um, it's a genuine expression of ridiculousness uh, on our part and people like it. So that's good. That sounds brilliant. And tell us about the other members of the band. Um, so I'm in a band with three other lovely young men, um, Kale, Ollie and James, who I've known now since um, way back when. And yeah, they're all lovely chaps and have good senses of humour, so it's nice to spend time with them. Yeah, I think the banter levels are pretty high in, in the Bands. band, aren't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, how's the rest of the tour going? Cause you're still, are you finished now or are you still going? No, it's um, so last night uh, was... Uh, Manchester and we've got a day off today and then the the final show is tomorrow in Leeds so we're all oh, kind wow. of yeah really really oh that's hometown that. yeah man so it's it's going to be mad um, it's sold out and it's a really big venue and we're all just kind of like so excited to, to get out there and just play the last the last show so yeah it's sick. been sick and have you enjoyed the tour so far yeah it's it's totally blown like all our expectations out of the water we have this kind of thing where we we never we try not to get like overly optimistic or excited about things because we don't want to ever get disappointed. So we kind of like wander around the world, like thinking that no one really cares about the band, and and then like we wander on stage each night, and um, there's people there, and we're, it's it's the best feeling ever. So yeah, every show but Bristol sold out on this tour, and we didn't expect that to happen. It's yeah, been a, it's been a mad one. Yeah, and when I came to see you, it was in the midst of the snowstorm. Um, <laughs> and commitment, Harriet. and literally, I could. I, I, the room was absolutely packed, despite the fact that it was you. You probably had to walk all the way from your house to get there because of the public transport. But it was it was so beautiful to see because you guys are the most humble boys I've ever met in my life in the music industry, and you're just so sweet and lovely. And it's it's all getting really exciting over there, isn't it? Oh, it's 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 going all right, you know. It's it's the 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 lovely people like yourself and the people in the <laughs> audience who smile up at us and makes it makes us think maybe we're doing something right and validates our ridiculous life choices to try and be pop stars. And you did Made a Veil as well the other day, didn't you? Yeah, that was so cool. Like we, it just totally came out of the blue, and um, it's you know the gravitas of the whole thing mm. is. It's still not really sunk in. You know, we we sat doing vocal warm ups at a piano that Paul McCartney had played, and the engineers <laughs> on like hug terms with Dave Grohl and yeah it was like so did you hug him idiots. to try and get some of Dave Grohl off him <laughs> yeah I did actually so technically I rubbing yourself. Dave Grohl now oh you are it's very true by the way one thing in the notes I'm loving and I instantly respect you for this is uh, you guys want to get uh, want to get to number one with Martin McCutcheon yeah I think uh, you know there's not enough conversations to be had about Martin McCutcheon in 2018 this is your moment exactly this is your perfect go on Rob what we need to do really is serious now come on as house backing band for Food Bar Radio we need to kind of get Martin on the show and then we'll just do some kind of uh, swing or jazz version of that song dude 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 I I'm going to make that happen yeah, I am going to make that can happen. You? Can you? I'm good. Of course, I can. I can do anything. Oh yes, I can. <laughs> um, I'm going to make that happen. I promise you. I promise you. I'm oh, going to make that thanks. happen. 
Okay, we will hold you to that. Yeah, do, do, do. I think we've got a number one on our hands. We really have. So do I. A Christmas number one, I'm thinking. But I'm taking 15%. That's fine. We don't see any of the money from anything <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> So go for it. Enjoy I know your manager as well, so yeah, I, I'm definitely having words with him about my 15%. Also, yeah, that's right. You and him can go to the Bahamas. Yeah, boy. God damn, you've got a good deal going on there. Um, I also hear that you guys st- oh, you started uh, writing a sitcom. Yeah, um, this is this is just a product of spending far too much time mm. with the same people in a van, <laughs> and our van radio is broken, so we can't even listen to music. Um, so well, when we're on tour, we just we just. Uh, make up ridiculous scenarios that we think would be funny and I, I can guarantee you no one else will think it's funny at all because it's so ridiculous so it'll never see the light of day if, if it does then it'll just be it'll be terrible but it's a lot of fun to to just sit there and make things up so yeah why not why not uh, can you give us an idea of what this sitcom is about again the one that's not gonna hit the light of day <laughs> that's essentially uh, it's <laughs> It centres around a character <laughs> named Bigging, um, okay. and Bigging's a bit of a bumbling idiot. He's a posh guy. He moves in like the upper echelons of society, but he's not very good at it. Um, he has an, an arch rival who's always one up <laughs> him. He has a, a servant or a, a, a boy called Jones, who's equally as bumbling and idiotic. Uh, there's a merman. <laughs> In, uh, who lives next door? It's like Blackadder for the it's modern ridiculous. day. Yeah, <laughs> that um, sounds all... incredible. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make you make it. Okay. Well, if you use the fifteen percent of the Christmas Ooh. number one single with Martin McCutcheon and fund the sitcom, okay. then we we can probably make something work. Yeah, I can put the money back into the system. I'm happy to do that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant already. By the way, uh, what is coming up? So you finish uh, your tour in Leeds tomorrow. So what's next for you guys? Um, I think, like, I mean, publicly, it'll just be festivals. We'll, we'll be holding ourselves up for a little <laughs> bit before that to write, um, but that's just us in a windowless studio in Leeds. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll just be throwing around loads of ideas that we've, had, like, kind of come up with on tour and trying to piece together some new music and then, uh, yeah, hitting festival season pretty hard, I think. Sick. Yeah, sounds brilliant. What festivals will you be doing? Uh, thus far, I am allowed to tell yeah, you... Yeah, you, you don't know what you're allowed to say, do you? <laughs> um, I'm so bad at knowing what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> ah, don't constantly. worry, you're amongst friends. I just get told off. Um, I know that I can tell you we're playing Kendall Calling, Double yes. Sound City. Um, I, I don't know. Um, He's scared to what, say. He is. I'm too, I will get such a slap on the wrist. What I would advise to all Foo Bar uh, radio listeners is to head to com forward slash Ooh, and you can is. find out which festivals we are legally obliged to tell you we are playing thus far in the summer. Oh, very good. Very well trained there. Mm. Well, I believe that's all we've got time for. We are going to say our farewells, but we will be playing your song, Wake Up Freya, very shortly. Uh, but Rob, thank... Oh, actually, before you go, inspirational mm. women. Can you um, tell us who your inspirational woman or women are, please? Uh, yes, well, it sounds <laughs> yes, obvi- obvious, but mum, like mm. my mum's uh, ace, she is very, very supportive of the ridiculous decisions that I make, <laughs> and without her support, um, I don't, I wouldn't be doing this. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's that's the that's the big one, and then you know, 
there are many, many inspirational women uh, in music. There are people who we look up to and we think, like, wow, we would love to make records as good as that. Like Beyonce and Ollie's like the biggest fan of Lord. Um, yes, just, these are good. You know, huge, huge pop records that are just fantastic. We would love to to be, you know, on a par with that. So there's yeah, there's so there's so many, and the list could go on. But I think the big one's definitely Mum, and I think the the rest of the boys would would say the same thing because we wouldn't be doing it without like the support network we've got. So yeah, Aww, everywhere. Well, Rob from the Moscans, thank you so, so much for talking to us today. Really appreciate it. Um, we are going to leave you guys with the Moscans. Wake up, Freya. Thanks so much, Rob. Love you, bye. Thank you. Love you, bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.